Hey guys, welcome back to the Black and the Beast podcast where we talk about the beauties of being black and the beast we deal with every single day. My name is Kirsten. I am your host and it is just me today and this episode is still going to be dope. I want to talk about just appreciating your blackness and this is 2020 but this just in general like that is the topic appreciating your blackness thank you guys for joining and enjoy the show hey guys just speaking in uh random plug my book something i've always wanted kirsten smith amazon go look for it Go get it. Thank you. All right. So like I said, this week's episode is just me. It is just Kirsten, the name that is in um, whatever, the bios or whatever, the random name I picked. But <laughs> it's not a bad thing. Uh, I Like I said, this week's episode, I want it to be more just an appreciation episode. Like the last two episodes have been about white people regardless of if we want to say it in that way or not it has like we still have given them some form of lighter credit in their bullshit so that's what that was but it wasn't in a malicious way which i don't have to explain to anybody actually listening to this who actually like knows me or rocks with the the narrative that have listened has listened to the show but it's like we've given that that version of white too much energy and we like honestly have given white a lot of energy in the last few weeks and I think every time you give white energy it drains with the exception of like I said the people who we didn't have who knew that we weren't talking about it's actually quite funny like I have a homie that listens to the podcast and I'm like bro this made me feel really good but I like said a name and her name is that name but she knew I wasn't talking about her and it's like that literally was the whole point of of the show because you got some people that are conscious enough to see an opportunity where they can be a victim and they don't. And then you got some people that just know what's up. Like, you feel me? Like, you know, shout out to you, Jen. You just know what's up. Okay. Yeah. You feel me? You can cook at the cookout, but either way though, it's one of those things where like, like I said, with, with and without disclosure, like, I felt that that was a necessary episode. I felt that it was necessary to have that conversation. And that's a conversation we can continue to have. And if you are of Caucasian descent listening to me talk at this moment, you can have that conversation with your people because they don't want to hear it from us. But like I said, to go back to Black people, like, or just to go back to the back to the point <laughs> of the, the episode, like, I just wanted this to be a Black appreciation episode in a way that's not necessarily different, but that's Black and the Beast-esque. Like, y'all already know what's up. I'm really transparent on this show. I don't really care. I kind of subscribe to like the the Charlemagne thought process or the Eminem thought process of like my truth is my power. I can use that in a way to help well, help people who are either going through similar things or who can benefit from the conversation if they're the, the person on either side of whatever the scenario that we're discussing at the time is. So it's like with that being said, like it's fuck it. It has been, like I said, on Back with the Beast, it has been a hard year, 
a really hard year for Black people because we do have this thing that's nagging us of of racism. And we do have oppression. We do have illness. We do have homelessness. We have all of these different things that are like plaguing us right now. So it's like for us, there is trauma in the experience. But the reason why I decided to come back and go, okay, like it's tough for all of us. It's tough for me. It's tough for my homies. It's tough for my listeners. It's tough for all of us right now. But we're going to appreciate everything that comes with that tough like Black people do. So for example, this might sound random, but anybody that knows me and that talks to me, and I don't think I've mentioned it yet on this show, but Lovecraft Country is literally like my favorite show right now. In last week's episode, this is a spoiler spoiler, spoiler. Like, I mean, if you read the title of the episode and you know anything, you might be able to kind of figure it out, but they go back to Tulsa. And for someone who cares about our history, for someone who cares about our narrative and our experience and the importance behind our mental health, the importance behind addressing and dealing with certain traumas, we, I can honestly say that it's, that episode did a lot because for me as a black person, I appreciated it and it might sound crazy, but I appreciated it. And I appreciated it in a way that like, like watching it, I didn't know if I wanted to to cry or if I wanted to fight. And I think we need that. Appreciate those moments that remind you that you are human, because that's what that did for me. To watch the narrative of of Tulsa, Oklahoma, the race riots, to watch that from a perspective of it not just being like clippets or snippets of of you feel me like these news headlines, even the older movies, like even with those and the different percep- perspectives or. Um, I feel like you guys know the word, but the 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 different um, ways that they have like displayed that narrative. I think the idea of putting it into a story that we just know isn't true makes it that much more. I would say like human or like historic in a way. Like that was a historic experience watching that because I ain't never seen time machines in Tulsa, at least the in that way, and it still hurt. It still hurt for me as a woman who has dated women, who has dated men, like it hurt. For me as a black woman, it hurt. For me as a mother, it hurt. But in that, I developed so much appreciation for the fact that I have melanin in my skin and that this country has treated my people the way that it that it has. Because how many people are watching that happen in that way? And and that not necessarily that they're not feeling it, but they're not necessarily digesting how long ago that shit was. The 60s wasn't that long ago, bro. 50s wasn't that long ago. The 20s wasn't that long ago. It feel like it, but it, it wasn't that long ago. And it's like out watching that, it really like that's I think that's a part of the reason why I decided this topic or the subject matter. Because in a time where you get to see so many different forms of attacks against black people, you gotta look back to the fact that something like that happened. Something like that happened and we never gave up. 
All of the white people we talked about in the last two episodes of this podcast, they have done absolutely nothing worthy enough of of me or anyone I love giving up. We don't. Black people, we're not a monolith. And we say that a lot, but we're not a monolith in 2020. You can have four different types of black people sit at a table and we can come to one agreement. We don't like the way that we're being treated. We don't like the way that this feels. We don't like the way that it looks. We don't like any of that. And yeah, you're not like me, but that is your business. We're strong. It's the same bias that has been holding us back from our oppressors. If we can start to look past that, then we can start to 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 do a lot. But the, at the end of the day, in this episode, like Black appreciation, this literally goes out to anyone that rocks with Black and not just the color, the spirit, the culture, all of that. Anyone that rocks with that, if you can, if you can feed off our culture, if you bob your head to a beat, then you can appreciate Blackness. If you have babies with a Black man or with a Black woman, you can appreciate this episode. You ain't got no choice. By default, because of your connection and your respect and your love, your appreciation for us, by default, bro, you ain't got no choice but to appreciate blackness. Have no choice because your children, your peers, your friends, the people you love, those people every day, like the amount of strength they have to display. I've told people, a part of me give up every day. When you wake up, you get on the internet, you wake up, you go outside. Part of me give up every day, but I'm black. So we fall down, but we get up. Like there's so much to love and to appreciate about being black. So when you look at anything historical, when people are using like the not my grandparents, we're not our ancestors. When people are using those statements, it's just crazy to me because people hung from trees without it being ruled a suicide. People were tied to vehicles. People were kidnapped and raped. People did deal with a level of things and a level of trauma that we would never understand. I was watching the episode of Lovecraft Country, and I'm 26 in 2020, looking at Tick walk through an all-Black neighborhood confused. Because, bro, like, they had their sense of home. We just don't get to see it. They had their sense of peace. They had their sense of place. But along with that, there were people and there were things that could randomly pop up at any time and tarnish that. How could you not appreciate the strength and the resilience of being black? Like, and that's just the what was lived through. We're gonna take a break real quick. And then I'm going to come back and I'm going to talk about some of the 2020 juiciness of being black. 
But like I said, this is just like, bro, love your blackness, man. Love it. Love your blackness so that your kids can love theirs and their kids can love theirs. Like love your blackness so your neighbor can get jealous at the fact that you love how black you are. Love your blackness so undeniably, but that there will never be a question or concern about what you are when it comes down to you being a part or a representative of the culture. Love your blackness so much, it don't make sense to nobody because it don't fucking have to. We'll be right back. All right, welcome back. Uh, So basically, like I was saying, this week's episode is about appreciating and loving your blackness regardless of anything. And so I feel like it wouldn't be okay to have that conversation without the important narrative that we're having right now about us black women because I think that that is really important. It's important. It's super important. The fact that the president, like the president's not calling other people monsters. It's not a black woman that regardless of if you agree or disagree as a black woman, see, I was talking to my best friend about Kamala Harris and you know, she's from Cali and everybody has their opinions on her just like I do. But at the end of the day, one thing that I very so much understand is the experience of being a black woman and the fact that there are certain things only I as a black woman and other black women will understand. Like for example, before Charlemagne even said it, that conversation or that the conversation piece he brought up about black women always holding back. I'm going to be honest. I was a little nervous about the last two episodes that we did on the podcast because that's a level of, of upfront and honest and even the language that a lot of people call hyper-aggressive, angry, or hateful. And it wasn't the case. It was all compassionate. But at some point, you have to have compassion for my experience as well. And for me as a Black woman and for many other Black women, like when you are reduced down to an emotion, they completely disregard everything else about you. And why is it that emotion is always anger? Like, yes, you can talk about the fact that I'm angry. Can we talk about the fact that anger and hurt kind of look the same? For me as a black woman, I understand the experience and the hardship behind a people just assuming so many things about you because you exist. Like, we got to work on that. But black women, we have to appreciate and uplift each other, too. Like, this has to be a group effort because at the end of the day, like, I appreciate Black women so much. It's crazy. Literally, it's crazy. I be, like, looking at them like, I hope you smell like cocoa butter. I hope you smell like nostalgia to me. Like, do you know what pink lotion is? Don't put it in your head right now. But, like, let me know if you know what that is. Like, it's literally one of those things where, like, Black women have literally been the epitome of a lot of different forms of beauty. And that even that attitude that people pretend to have that's attractive, that sassiness or whatever you want to call it, like that is us. We keep it 100. There are certain looks and things that we can do that only we can do. I appreciate that. It sucks that it has to come at the consequence of respect at that, like, I mean, well, not the consequence, but it has to come as like, uh, uh, the, the cost of it is like, oh, like, we're going to disrespect you every day and we're going to make it seem like you're not anything and then we're going to kill your sons and then we're going to talk to your sons and have them have conversations about like how it's just them and it's hard for them, like you ain't give birth to them and things like that, like, 
there's so many caveats to being a black woman. So I want to take a second to say, appreciate that too. Appreciate the black women in your life, black men as well, but appreciate the black women in your life. Because I promise you, if you don't have one, this, there's something that's missing, bro. Sometimes you need a black woman to step in and tell you the truth because we ain't never been protected from it ever. We have never been protected from the truth. People are so honest about us in so many different ways, through so many different topics, so many different narratives, so many different perspectives, that we ain't got no choice but to understand the world's truth and then to define ours amongst each other. Like, appreciate that. Appreciate what you have in that because, like, I'm telling you, it's a different type of beauty. Every time I'm transparent with someone, I take a L. I sacrifice for myself. This depression, this anxiety, all of these different things that we deal with every single day, it comes from something. It's inherent. It's in our DNA. We've been hurting since we got here. And we've been hurting just as much as our men, if not in a different way. Like, I can't say more, but I can say different. All our kids was taken away. And if they weren't, bro, like, what happened? What did we see their lives turn into? What was the hope that was garnered? Back to the whole point of that we're not our ancestors shit. Like, bro, we got hope. And we got real visible hope. For us to get discouraged is us to complain first world. But at the end of the day, like, we're not like those people who had nothing but superstition. We're like, not, we're not Nat Turner, bro. Not saying that what Nat Turner did wasn't, you feel me, like, it wasn't amazing. But Nat Turner's movement in 2020 might have been a different one. Nat Turner's movie, movement with technology involved could have been a different one. That's where we're at. If we can say that not much has changed, that's where we're at. You got to get the women to fight for the principle and the men to fight for the women. And I promise you things might change. But also, like I said, this is appreciating blackness as a whole. So just like there's defined feminine, there's divine masculine. And I also want to appreciate every black man that is stepping out and just saying straight up and being conscious and honest about this mental health shit, about that mental health journey. Because that's important. A lot of us are reactionary. A lot of us deal with a lot of shit in ways that are like kind of fucked up. We we do it in ways that other people can literally take and call us aggressors. They can call us everything but what we are. So it's like we have to get to the point where the standard of comfort for that makes sense. It makes sense. And the only way for that to happen is men addressing it, men accepting it. There's no toxic feminine. We ain't never said no nothing about toxic feminine. We talk about toxic masculinity. There, I, I do believe that there's such thing as uh, toxic feminine as well. But I'm just saying, in contrast, I do think that it's different. And I do think that it's a conversation that we need to have. Like, let men teach men how to be soft. Or softer, 
not soft, but softer. Let men teach men how to be more more uh, approachable. Because at the end of the day, like men taught all of us that we live in a patriarchy if we live in America. Men taught all of us how to move and it ain't worked, white men, and it ain't worked. So like black men, maybe we need to allow black men to embrace other black men and say, hey brother, I love you on some shit. It ain't, ain't everything about sex. Intimacy and sexuality are two different things. It is okay for you to feel things. And sometimes that comes in steps. Sometimes you might only have one person you cry in front of. Maybe you got one person you cry. I mean, maybe you just cry to yourself in a corner and progressively you'll get to the point where you find that one person. But it's literally one, it's, it's a thing of like, bro, like at the end of the day, when you really think about it, like I appreciate all of the black men who are taking the risk of addressing how well they don't know themselves, of addressing how much they can heal, what they can heal from, how how they can help the people around them. I really appreciate that because today it might be a slow burn, but I really feel like that that one's gonna catch because we tired, all of us. And if we don't, then I'm telling you, you're gonna have some brute shit going on. It's gonna be a different lifestyle, a different experience 20 years from now. We need our men to be compassionate and not compassionate. We need appropriate, uh, an appropriate form of compassionate. Like I have a homie that would say like, there's this attack on black masculinity and things of that nature. And it's like, nah, bro, like there, there is this attack on masculinity in general, but the attack on masculinity happened upon arrival. If there was anything in regards to an attack, that shit didn't already happen. That shit has already been broken. Right now, we are on a journey to rectify the closest thing to us in regards to humanity. And that's them emotions. That's that intuition. That's those things. That is what that is. So when it comes down to men, like, I mean, yeah, you could talk about an attack on masculinity, but then like, when are we going to step back and say like, yo, like our definition of masculinity might not be all it. Like, I think, cause for me, I love the feeling of like being protected by a man. I do love that when I'm, whenever, if I'm with one, I, I love the difference of you feeling, feeling stronger, of feeling like, of like a, a feeling held differently of that, that feeling of, of just knowing that like there's this big dude right here that'll fuck some shit up for me like i love that but it's more attractive to me when he does it in appropriate time like i think that it's more attractive for a man like that monk that not monk but like that 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 martial arts mentality of there's an appropriate time and then there's not like it is not attractive for you to always want to lay a nigga out it is attractive though when you feel that you know you were disrespected your girl was disrespected you address it appropriately shit turn left and you turn up it's a little more attractive so it's like, that's something that I want, you feel me? Or that that I feel that we need to appreciate too. We need to appreciate the people out here that are really striving to be the best versions of themselves. 
And we need to appreciate the black people who are doing it because we have literally been systematically and systemically taught that it is almost impossible to be the best version of yourself to the point where we give up and we reduce ourselves down. And then we just live with it. And then we accept and we become comfortable. Like we, like what is comfort for black people in America? What does that mean? So it's like, we, at the end of the day, need to sit back, step back, and actually take time to appreciate just the fact that this black melanated body is breathing. Just that part. They got melanin in this body and I can breathe. There was a period in time where they was burning the whole church. There was a period in time where like, it was not just one dude pulling up with a gun appreciate the fact that like, yo, if you can look at your arms right now and you got melanin in them, regardless of what continent that melanin derived from, regardless of where, where you came from, your history, regardless of where your natural demographic is, if you got melanin in your body, baby, there has been some tough shit in your history. Period. Appreciate that. Because you're not, you're not the wrong kind of soft. You don't have no choice. Appreciate that. Appreciate your blackness and appreciate it in a way where you can go out into the world and apply it and it be beneficial to your people and to the people you love, regardless of their race. You gotta love being black so much, you gotta appreciate being black so much that your homies that aren't black hear somebody say some shit that's off and they correct it. Because they're so secure, they know. That is literally the goal. So, like I said, this episode, Black Appreciation, I'm going to go ahead and close out the episode because this is more of a conversation piece for us to have. Like, if you're a parent, talk to your kids. It is not bad for us as a community to address our hardships and our growth. We have been through some things. Give me the speech about how our ancestors fought for the right to vote, but also show me the narrative. Don't just give me the lines. Study to show that I self-approve. Show me something. Because at the end of the day, the more we do that, the more information we share, and the more we pass it down in an honest way, it will honestly be dealt with. Versus what we got now. Have the conversation with your male friends, your siblings, your, your relatives that you know have been through some shit. And you know that they are trying. Sometimes that's all they need to hear. They're going to spread that love. They're going to spread that message. They're going to spread that word. It is inherent. It comes with good energy. You want to spread it. You want to put people on. Appreciate them for at least trying because it is hard as hell to try to be a different version of a man than what we grew up with. Hard as hell to study, to read, to be conscious. It is hard as hell. Not saying that it is impossible because it has been done, but those are things from our generation that we know for a fact have been taken away. Niggas don't like to read no more. 
if a man is reading and he taking a little bit longer to read that book, don't judge him. Let him do that shit. Let him invest in himself. Let him rehabilitate himself the way the prison system won't before he has to go. Do that. Black women love us. That's all we want. Nigga, you ain't got to be fake. Don't got to be fake about it. Like uh, like Sis's grandma said, you ain't got to like me, but you ain't got to treat me mean. That's literally what it is. You don't have to like how fly I am. You ain't got to like the fact that this skin glow. You don't got to like the fact that this hair look good, nappy and straight. You ain't got to like the fact that this ass is fat. And if the ass ain't fat, the titties fat. And if the titties fat, it don't fucking matter. Because other people love me for who I am. They love me so much, they trying to beat me. Like, it's one of those things where love a black woman who is comfortable enough, comfortable enough in herself to say that statement because we have been taught not to. Love us. That's it. Love us and we can love y'all and appreciate y'all. But at the end of the day, we need to appreciate us as a whole because we all in this together. High School Musical. What's the truth? I'm going to close it out. I'm going to come back with a couple of shout outs. And thank you for listening. Let me know what you think. Um, we got Facebook popping. You can go to Black and the Beast at Facebook. You can go to at Black and the Beast on Instagram. And we're trying to figure out what's going on with these iTunes reviews. Because I've been hearing that people can't leave them. But like, go ahead and rate it there. And then go ahead and message me. Because I definitely will respond. Like, And if I... It might not be quick, but it will be efficient, okay? Give me your feedback. Let me know what you think. If you have any ideas for something that you would want me to talk about on the show, like, yeah, let me know because I'm not I'm not opposed to it. Actually, one of the points that we talked about last week was definitely something somebody brought up, and that was the narrative of not white people from the outside, but white people from the inside, your, your friends, your cousins, like those people. Like, and... You see what how that went? I think it was productive. I think it went well. So if you let me know, I'm very open. But I'm going to go ahead and close it out. I'm going to leave y'all alone because it's late. And it's a different type of night. And I'll be right back with my shout outs. Thank you guys so much for listening. All right, shout out this week is going to Certified Natural on YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe and check it out. Basically, Certified Natural is going to be a YouTube page ran by Alessia. Uh, basically, it's a bunch of hair tutorials. Like, for us as a black woman, I think we go through a phase where we start to accept our own hair. Uh, we start to accept that different products have are effective not we can't use the same thing that everybody else uses some of it looks more dangerous than what it is some of it is more dangerous than what it looks so you can go to certified natural on youtube go ahead and subscribe and check out some videos it might help you they got some tgin reviews product reviews uh diy protein treatments and deep conditioners for your natural hair go ahead and check it out and like i said on instagram it's going to be at a dot s dot camp C-A-M-P-B as in boy E-L-L-16 Support your friends Like I always say Thank you guys for listening Buy my book Have a beautiful one I love you guys
Okay. Also, another quick thing. If you are listening through Anchor, they do have this option where you can go ahead and support. And if you are open to it, if you do believe in me and what I'm doing here, you can subscribe for literally like 99 cents, a dollar 99. Uh, it's just once a month. Um, but that'll really help and it'll help me to keep, you know, the episodes coming and then keep them coming consistently and then to keep updating the materials that we use to make the episodes dope for you, make it a better show. So, uh, yeah, you can do that. I'm not the person who normally asks for this type of shit, but I believe in myself and I really want this. So if you are open to it, go ahead and you can click the link through Anchor and do it that way. But thank you for listening and have a good one.